Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Basile Fatal, uh, who is... Uh, in charge of sales and marketing at eight seconds, but I didn't really formally introduce you, Basile, but welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, Tim. Uh, good to be here. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the company for those of us uh, in the audience not familiar and uh, how it relates to conversion rate optimization in your mind. Well, eight seconds is a real-time multivariate testing uh, technology uh, that uh, is actually quite unique. It's the only uh, company out there that uh, allows the uh, our customers to optimize email marketing only. So uh, there's a lot of companies out there that do uh, landing page optimization, but none of them focus on email. And uh, this is where eight seconds come in. Yeah, and it seems like uh, you know everybody keeps talking about the next big thing, whether it's uh, you know uh, going to be Twitter or it's going to be uh, Instagram. You know, but it seems like the constant throughout this whole era of online marketing in the last 20 years has been that email is the killer app. I mean, it's, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it's still the king in terms of the number of touch points and the volume of it uh, that, that people actively interact with, right? Yeah, that's true. It's uh, actually after SEA, so search engine advertising, is, uh, the uh, email marketing is, uh, is next in terms of conversions, generating the highest number of conversions. So it's definitely much higher than social media outlets, yeah. Well, no, but I'm, what I'm saying is we kind of – that's by definition because, to be fair, most of the time we're not marketing to strangers. They're people that opted into our list and already have prior contact with us. So you'd expect that kind of from a last-click attribution uh, standpoint, most of – a lot of them are going to come from solicitations to your own in-house list. So that's not really a fair comparison to call email a marketing acquisition channel you know, or traffic acquisition. Isn't that true? It, it is true in a way, yeah. You're, you, I see where you come from, but still, it is a fact that uh, it generates a, a large number of conversions, and it's not something you would you would drop uh, you would drop anytime soon. No, 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 exactly right. Yeah. And I think that there's a you can't say email these days without saying the the uh, the M word uh, at the same time. I I saw a stat that over. 63% of emails are now opened uh, on initially on mobile and over half of them are opened only on mobile. Um, yeah. Are you seeing those kind of, uh, you know, exactly. how, how do those trends affect uh, what you're doing? Uh, half is exactly the, the, the right number. This is what we see most companies are about at 50%. Uh, it's, for, for us, actually, it, it's uh, fantastic. We've, uh, really, uh, we've seen that mobile has brought uh, challenges to some email marketers. And uh, you, know, you cannot continue uh, what you're doing. You need to do something to optimize and to improve your conversions. So uh, definitely, we're right in, in the right area uh, for that, to challenge the mobile, uh, let's say, uh, era. Okay, so you said some people have struggled with this transition. I mean, what what do you see are, as some uh, best practices for mobile email or making emails effective uh, when viewed on mobile? 
Well, the, the, let's say conversions uh, can be challenging in terms of uh, sales with mobile because obviously you're dealing with a small screen. You're not in your setting to where you usually purchase. Uh, normally, purchases are done by desktop. That's where most people are used to uh, buy. Uh, so when it comes to mobile, you know, you're, you're reading your emails pretty much on the go. Uh, while you're commuting or in social settings, so you're not really in the setting where you're ready to buy. You don't so have, you're not paying attention. So, be, but but that's yeah. not really a problem uh, because they will then at some point they'll leave that in their inbox like I do exactly. and come back to their desktop and then they'll complete the purchase. So I guess maybe a more fair way of looking at mobile conversion is to say, did you send an email and then within 24 hours when they had a chance to get back to their desktop, did they act? Right, so it's a that, kind of a one-two punch. Yeah, it, it is. It is though challenging. Huh? There's only about three uh, percent of uh, people who go back to an email that they've already opened. So it still remains a challenge. So you really want to try to convert them, uh, you know, at the moment they open, and that that that's where the challenge is. Yeah, and, and there we're at the disadvantage or, or the handicap of having a small screen size. So let's talk about that. How, uh, there are different conversion actions, of course. Uh, what are the most common ones that uh, your clients try to get people to do on a mobile device? Well, obviously, uh, let's say the, the most challenging would be uh, conversions where you have multiple steps. So let's say in terms of uh, purchasing, you really need to lower those steps as much as possible. Huh? You see uh, with uh, Amazon, they're having a one-button uh, sort of purchase uh, mechanism, and that, that's the sort of thing that will work. You know? But uh, if you make it longer, uh, you know, when you have to get your credit card out, fill it in, fill out a form – and you know, convert. That's not going to work. That's where you're going to be hit. So you really want to try to uh, minimize the number of steps involved. And and the, yeah. the big guys are the ones who are winning. Are, are the ones who have shortened those steps. Yeah, and th- th- I think that's really key. I mean, if you think of as I, I often describe your typical internet visitors as being lazy, stupid, and with a short attention span, uh, that's just times ten when you're sitting in front of your phone. Because, like you say, there's all kinds of environmental distractions. You're not necessarily in the quiet uh, in front of your desk or computer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if we if we consider that, plus the handicap of a small screen, plus the handicap of having to use our fingers and thumbs instead of keyboards, uh, you know, on a gl- small glass surface, that no one's going to fill out forms. Can we pretty much agree on that? They have to desperately want what you have in order to fill out online forms. Absolutely. Okay, so what's the alternative? I mean, I, you can't be Amazon. I get, I get this a lot. You know, we should just copy Amazon's website, and I tell them their advantage is, that, is their distribution efficiency, the fact that they sell everything and are an incredibly strong brand, and finally, their one-click checkout patent, which you can't get because they already have it. That's correct. Now, I mean, from, from our point of view, I mean, we, we don't go beyond the email. So the, the companies that our clients, they're pretty much responsible of, uh, like I said, shortening those steps, making it very easy to purchase. From our point of view, where we really can help a lot is up to that click point. You know? So you really, we really get uh, our clients to maximize the conversions from the email. So really one get that click as high as possible, get the click-through rate as high as possible. From there, of course, up to them then to take over to make sure that they convert. But uh, where we can help is really in the first step. 
Okay, so let, let's talk about, so what are some tactics in the email itself that you'd say are a good best practices place to start? What, what, what should your approach be to designing effective emails that get acted on? Uh, you, 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 there are really uh, definitely standard uh, best practice to follow. Um, make sure that you have your uh, alt text because, of course, images get blocked a lot of times. Make sure that you, you fo- follow all the spam, uh, anti-spam rules. Uh, make sure that your delivery rates are high. Okay, so but that's all just kind of basic hygiene, exactly. I would say. Exactly. That's just to so, get your email delivered and viewed, right? Those are no-brainers. So now right. where we come in is really to offer something really, really advanced, which is a multivari- real-time multivariate testing. So there, there is A-B testing, which can get uh, your uh, improve your click rate. Um, multivariate testing, I call it uh, A-B testing on steroids. So that's a, a phrase that I coined... <laughs> It seems to, uh, to people remember, uh, is, you know, A-B testing is you create uh, version A, version B, you send those out, and one of them will have a higher click-through rate and conversion rate than the other one. Uh, well, imagine you multiply that uh, conversion rate by a factor of, let's say, uh, 20 or 30. That's where multivariate testing uh, brings to... Well, what you're saying is you need a lot more data volume. So multivariate testing is, let's say you're using the same form template for your emails, you might swap out different uh, headlines or different uh, value propositions or different hero image or different color action button. So basically you're mixing and matching all of those elements and the multivariate testing software tells you which one, which combination of those features is going to be the most effective. Absolutely. And you see, uh, let's say on mobile, you, let's take example, mobile example. So imagine now you have two images to choose from. Uh, one will have, uh, let's say, better visibility than the other one on mobile. So you really want to try to test as many images as possible to make sure that one of them will really stick out on mobile better than the others. Uh, because the, let's say the, the screen size is smaller and you're going to have a different, uh, let's say, uh, viewing the, of the details, let's say, for example, on images on mobile. So you really want to try to you know, test as many versions as possible of your email to find content that really uh, converts high, as high as possible on mobile, of course, as well as desktop. But mobile seems to really, really work really well with uh, multivariate testing. And you'll, you'll be surprised how different content appeals to different users depending on their uh, device that they, that they use. You'll see well, images. Yeah. yeah. And then that's, uh, that's, I want to explore that. I don't want to shortchange it. We're up on our first commercial break. Uh, we will be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. Uh, this is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, landing page optimization, with my guest, Basile Fatal from 8 Seconds. And before the break, we were just talking about get a, um, how the actual, how much the specific content of your email really matters with regard to images. Uh, I, I zoom headlines and calls to action as well. So again, let's 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 pick it up right there, Basile. Yes, Tim. So, um, you, you, like I said the earlier, mobile is really taking over, and you really want to test your content to make sure that you really maximize your your conversions. Um, a great example is mobile. Uh, for example, we've noticed actually we've had cases where content and images was extremely difficult to decipher on a mobile device. And those pieces of content perform less well than content that uh, was much, let's say, bolder uh, and that looked better on, on mobile devices. So you see, it's not so obvious when you have different images to look at to know what will work better. But it's something we've learned with multivariate testing that really bolder images work better on mobile devices and images with more detail will work better on desktop uh, that's the device. Well, well, and I think we can agree on this. It is rarely, if you test a wide enough range of images, for example, it's rarely the same that's, that's going to be the best on both. Absolutely. And I'd even in that's the, the exception rather than the rule. That's true. That's true. And even within the same campaign, huh, we have a, an option within eight seconds where you have, we're testing on mobile and desktop. We see from the same campaign different content winning depending on the device that was used. So this is always fascinating. So even down to, say, iPhone versus Android um, or it's larger more, more, screens it's, like my Galaxy Note uh, exactly. versus smaller screens. Exactly. So again, that's a function largely of the use of, of the screen real estate. How much of the initial screen do you actually see? Isn't that, isn't that right? Well, that uh, goes to another best practice. Of course, you know, try to, to test uh, content uh, that's above the fold or visible uh, within uh, a certain device. So this is also something we recommend our clients. Make sure, you know, when you do multivariate testing to really focus a lot on above the fold. So try to stick some uh, even call to actions above the fold, let's say above the text even. Right. So, so let's talk about this kind of efficiency all the way through. What you want with email is there are a lot of dependencies and sequential things going on. So first of all, it's um, when do you email it, right? That's an important you know, time of day, day of week, and uh, open rates are, are very different depending on when you do that. Then there's the will it get delivered 
that's another important one, obviously, and uh, whether it falls through spam filters or whether you have a high sender score or good reputation as a sender, right? And then there's another aspect we haven't talked about, which is will they open it? And that's largely a function of your headline because most of us just have the headline previews in our email. So let's talk about the headlines for a minute. What do you see there uh, in terms of just open rates, uh, yeah. what, are there general approaches to crafting headlines that will get people's attention? Yeah, definitely. Uh, subject lines are key, of course, to get uh, your emails opened. And there we really recommend to test your subject lines uh, any time you do your any email campaign. And this is really a low-hanging fruit. This is extremely easy to come up with subject lines because I bet if you talk to your colleague, you will not agree on the same subject line. But hey, you know, take both and throw them in the test. So this is a, a really quite easy to come up with more, more subject lines than one. And you always have about... 25% gain, you know, from one subject line, uh, from the best, let's say, to the worst subject line. So it's an easy gain to get an extra 25% uh, open rate. Okay, well, and then let, let's switch gears then and talk about the calls to action because one of our assumptions has been that you should have the call, the same call to action in your email. Uh, is that necessarily the case for if you know their device and you know it's being open on a desktop versus a mobile device? Uh, shouldn't the call to action on a phone be, say, a phone call instead of a form fill in many cases? Absolutely. That, that's absolutely possible nowadays. You know, we have uh, – there's technology in HTML where you can make uh, certain content appear when the, the, the screen size is small and other content appear when the uh, screen size is big. So this is absolutely a, a great, uh, actually, uh, thing that you said. It's uh, something that's not being done enough, and it's definitely something that can be done nowadays with uh, this new technology. Yeah, and this is something that uh, I've railed against just in website design in general. Everybody talks about responsive, and we see those silly, stretchable kind of one-page websites popping up everywhere. They're they're bad compromise for mobile and uh, and on yeah. and and web-based or rather desktop users. Uh, and the reason I say that is there's one thing to do, quote unquote, responsive light and just stretch the crap out of it. But I think mobile needs a fundamental rethink, that when, when you're on mobile, the calls to action should be different, the level of detail, the things you care about. Uh, for an e-commerce site, you're much more likely to use the search box and comparison shop on a mobile device or look for a physical store since you're out and about than uh, than you would on the desktop experience, right? Absolutely. And same goes landing pages, the same goes with uh, email, definitely. Yeah, so, so when you're on a mobile device... You should have a mobile-friendly call to action. If, no, if nothing else, you should make it a, a wide uh, screen full or sc- screen wide button that's easy yeah. for me to operate with my thumb. Right? Don't Absolutely. expect me to do drop downs and radio buttons and uh, and silliness like that. Absolutely. But you, keep in mind that you always can be surprised. Huh? You, you, you may think it's obvious to have a phone number on a mobile device. Hey, it could it it should be in an A/B test. It shouldn't be only a mobile, uh, for, uh, sorry, a telephone number to call in your con- uh, call to action. You should put it as one of the options because with your, when you do multivariate testing, you know, something else might win over a telephone number as a call to action. So yeah, keep, and, and I'm not saying it should be extreme. Yeah. I mean, people buy the way they buy, not the way you sell. So, uh, but you might, for example, add a you know click to call option, and then test whether that should be above your other call to action or secondary yep. to it. And and one of those is going to probably do better. 
Absolutely. We have actually a uh, option within eight seconds where you can test the location of your call to action button. So you can uh, throw it within the header image, below the header image, above the text, or let's say below the text. So within the same campaign, you can send out your campaign and you have one of those call to actions that will do better than the other one. Yeah, and we've seen the same effect when we've done a lot of uh, trust testing with uh, Norton, Symantec, or McAfee before that. Uh, and you know, just where the trust seal is on the page radically affects conversion rate. So absolutely, layout testing of, of, uh, of calls to action and trust symbols is, is always something that, that will get you unexpected gains. Yep. Uh, any other uh, thoughts you want to share with, with our listeners in terms of um, you know, kind of conversion rate on uh, uh, let's, let's go back uh, to the desktop for a minute. You know, just conversion rates for emails that are headed to desktop landing pages. Yeah, I mean, the, the same principle that applies for testing uh, multi AB and multivariate testing for desktop and, and mobile. You know, just try to uh, have a good variety of content. Uh, because you never know what the mood is in your in your audience, so just ha- make sure you have a nice variety, and you'll have content that will perform better than uh, another content. I, I really uh, like it to a restaurant. You know, you go in a restaurant, they won't ask you if you like your steak uh, medium or rare. They first ask you, do you want a steak or pasta? And once they tell you, 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 <laughs> you, you, you tell them you want steak, then they ask you, you want it medium or rare. So you really have a wide menu, let's say, of content. And just and this is how you're gonna you know guide your uh, you know improve your, your conversion rates when you give them a nice choice. Don't be too stuck within a certain domain of content. You know, make make it really wide as as much as possible and rotate it to find the content that generates the highest conversion. Okay. Well, a- after our next break, I want to come back and I want to talk about some of the drawbacks of email testing as well as multivariate testing, just as a quick reality check. But uh, I also want to discuss when we come back a little bit more about your unusual background. Uh, You speak seven languages, which is four more than me for the record, folks. Uh, We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. 
So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, uh, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. My guest this week is Basile Fatal from 8 Seconds. Uh, Basile, seven languages? How yeah. did you become a polyglot? Where were you born? How does this happen? Yeah, I was, I was born actually in, uh, in war-torn Syria right now. Um, so I was lucky I was only five when we left uh, Syria. So I, I'm not uh, really uh, living the horrible uh, nightmare that the folks there are living. Um, we went off to France and then uh, lived in several other countries, actually. And yeah, I had the luxury of picking up a few languages here and there. <laughs> and now some... you're, you're, as I understand, uh, in uh, my second favorite city in, in Holland, Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. For the record, Utrecht is my first, uh, but uh, we won't then, go into the reasons for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no I, there's, uh, I never even thought to, to uh, one day I would have to learn the, the Dutch language, but it uh, seems that it, uh, you know, it grew on me and um, I'm also pretty familiar and comfortable with the language nowadays. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's what happens when you travel a lot. You know, fantastic. Well, you're, you're definitely a citizen of the world. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the drawbacks of testing with emails. Like one of the things that I said is there's a really, really high dependency on conversion rate uh, when, uh, in, based on time of day and day of week. How do you get around this when you're testing email? Uh, um, before I joined 8 Seconds, I was actually with uh, Philips uh, as a global CRM manager there. And I, I had the luxury of having a, a fairly uh, sizable team, uh, which allowed me to really focus on testing. And actually, this is how I discovered 8 Seconds, by the way. And while we were you know, planning our tests, we included just about a whole variety of testing, including subject line, content, and time. Time and just like you said, day of the week and uh, time of the day. Uh, to be honest with you, we've we've seen actually the best time uh, of the week change over time. So let's say uh, for a while we were sending out emails on a Tuesday morning, and then a couple of years later it ended up being Sunday morning, and then we realized actually there was not that much difference. You know, like I said, with subject line testing, you gain twenty five percent by testing with multivariate testing, let's say with uh, eight seconds, you gain, let's say, 200, 300% gains. With time of day testing, we're gaining like maximum two or 3%. Mm. Why is that? It's because people were just checking out email, you know, the whole day with their devices now. Huh? You, you, okay, you so have, yeah, I understand that yeah. we have about, uh, on an average day, 300 touches of our cell phones. Now, they yeah. may not all be for checking email, but so what you're saying is it's kind of, always on and uh, so is, the problem takes care of itself because we're just plugged in all the time. Exactly. So it, of course it, it does make sense for certain uh, areas. So let's say if you have a restaurant and you send a coupon on a Friday or a Saturday afternoon, you may you know, increase your, your conversions because this is exactly the right time to, to, to go and eat a meal. Uh, but it, it, in general, let's say it won't make a huge difference. Time yeah, well, I think, and also, it's, well, I think it's, as you're right, it's more industry dependent these days. So, for example, if you're doing uh, kind of a high consideration purchase or uh, business to business, high value kind of selling, well, you'd ideally want to catch people in front of their their computers at work. You don't want to mail to them on a Saturday because they're not thinking work at that point. Absolutely. 
Okay. Well, let's let's talk about multivariate testing. Now, one of the things, uh, and as you, as you know, in my maybe from reading my landing page optimization book, you know, we had a technology back in the day which was for adaptive, super high data rate multivariate testing called the tuning engine. So I'm very familiar with your world. Um, and but one of the things that the advantages of multivariate over split testing, if, again, you have the data rate, is that you can find synergies among the elements on the page, right? It's not 1 plus 1 equals 2. It's 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 10. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, but the, the converse of that is that it's possible to have some elements on your page that in combination will really screw up your performance and really tank it. Uh, so, the, in other words, variable interactions or combinations of variables and how they're seen in the context of each other really matters. Um, how do you avoid negative interactions in your tests? In other words, how do you avoid – do you ever explicitly get rid of certain combinations because you yes. know they're going to undercut each other? Let's talk about that. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we do offer uh, our clients the option of eliminating certain combinations. <clears throat> and, for example, uh, if they want a, a red header to match with a red button or let's say there is text on that uh, image that matches the text on the button. So there are possibilities that the, the, our clients can eliminate. Uh, let's say they don't want to mix uh, red uh, header and blue button. Uh, however, we recommend really trying as many varieties as possible because there's always an element of surprise. Uh, like you said, there's uh, one element may win because of another element. And like, an example I give always, imagine you have a, a red header and a white header and a red button and a white button. So let's say you throw in a white header image and a red button. Uh, guess which one of these two will get the click? It's the, the red button, yeah? let's say, assuming. Because it's of extreme. contrast. And because the, of contrast. Yes. And, and, yeah, and why did the red button get so many, so many clicks? It's because of the, the, the header image was white. Because mm -hmm. the header image... It's, there's actually, nothing competing for the attention. Exactly. And this is why we always say it's a combination of elements and not the individual elements that should be chosen. So, of course, the button will have gotten a lot more clicks than the header image because, you know, that's the one that was seen. But that doesn't mean that the header image is a bad con piece of content. Yeah? Right. So yeah, this absolutely. Is so, so basically, uh, still kind of try to keep your mind open and test all permutations of, of the variables unless there's a direct conflict between what the headline says and the button says or something like that. Absolutely. And sometimes redundancy is okay. Sometimes it's okay to have the headline and the, the title of the email say the same thing as your call to action button. That just reinforces it with multiple touches, if you will. Yeah, absolutely right. All right. Well, uh, we could uh, keep going, I think, like this for for uh, months and months. Uh, I really mu very much enjoyed the conversation with you. Uh, so thank you, Basile, for being on the show. But I'm afraid we're, we're run up on our time. Thank you, Tim. Really appreciate it. And for those of you that have not done it yet, we have record-breaking attendance at the only U.S. conversion conference this year, May 13th, 14th, at the Rio in Las Vegas. Go to conversionconference.com. Don't miss out. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.